Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Ray Spizer, Westpac Market Strategist. In the financial markets overnight, uh, we saw the rebound in risk sentiment continuing. The S&P 500 is up 2.9% on the day. The defensive US dollar fell and bond yields rose slightly. Stretch positioning as well as US job openings data likely contributed to the moves. In the currency markets, the US dollar index is down 1.4% on the day. Uh, Pretty much all of the major currencies outperforming the US dollar. Uh, The Aussie dollar, which is the worst of the uh, major bunch apart from the US, uh, it did retrace its reaction to yesterday's dovish RBA surprise and ranged widely overnight between 0.6451 and 0.6547. The Kiwi dollar similarly ranged overnight between 56.81 and 57.58. The Aussie Kiwi cross, though, fell further, probably a um, extended reaction to that dovish RBA yesterday, from 1.1380 to 1.1307. In the interest rate markets, the US two-year Treasury yield rose from 3.99 to 4.11%, while the 10-year yield rose from 3.56 to 3.63%. And markets there are currently pricing the Fed funds rate to be 68 basis points higher at the next meeting in November, i.e. saying it's uh, almost uh, a done deal that you'll get another 75-point rate hike. And in Australian interest rates overnight, the three-year government bond yield partly recovered from a 40 basis point fall post the RBA. Uh, It ranged sideways overnight between 325 and 3.34%. Uh, compare that to the 3.5% prevailing just before the RBA announcement. And the 10-year yield, it ranged between 367 and 3.75%, uh, currently sitting at 3.7, and that compares to 3.79 just before the RBA announcement. In the commodity markets, Brent crude oil rose 2.9% to $92.00, Uh, That's on the back of news yesterday and overnight that uh, OPEC is considering production cuts. Copper fell 1.1%, gold's up 1.5% and iron ore is up 1.6% to $95. A bit more on the bits and pieces of economic news out overnight. The US data for job openings called the JOLTS report, that was for the month of August, it slightly disappointed expectations. And it also posted the largest monthly fall since early in the pandemic, although bear in mind it did make a record high in March, so it's falling from an elevated level. And the quit rate there uh, remained unchanged at 2.7%. There was a little bit of Fed speak from two members, Daly and Jefferson. Uh, They didn't really add anything new to the rhetoric that we've heard of late from the Fed members. Uh, Daly reiterated... The commitment to price stability, that further rate hikes are needed, rates are likely to remain high until the job is done, and she thought there is room to slow that labour market down further. Jefferson emphasised that they want to get uh, inflation down to 2%, indeed he said they're resolute about that, and uh, added that the inflation fight will take time despite signs of progress already and uh, this will likely entail below-trend economic growth. Now, on the day, what's out that could be market moving? Uh, The highlight uh, in the local time zone will be the RBNZ's monetary policy review. It is widely expected to deliver a 50 basis point rate hike to 3.5%. 
uh, with recent global developments warranting a signal that further tightening is still required through until uh, early next year. Uh, the main development since the August meeting, of course, has been the very sharp fall in the Kiwi dollar, which was caused by a strong US dollar. And um, that is uh, one of the reasons why they will need to be talking about potentially higher OCR than they previously expected. Uh, elsewhere in the world, uh, in the Northern Hemisphere, in the US, we'll get uh, the ISM Services PMI. Um, this will likely indicate uh, downside risks for the sector. And just a little bit of Fed speak, one member Bostich on the podium. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again same time tomorrow morning.